the Mishnah on Lamatas and Aleph um, begins the Shriya Sugya, and we're going to go really fast. Just for tonight. Because um, really, we're up to Memum base in the middle. So just to get the whole picture, we're going to go as clearly but as quickly um, as possible. So just bear with me. Um, try not, if possible, to interrupt with kashas. Shilas is fine, which means if something is not understandable, that's, that's, uh, that's more than okay. But if it's a kasha, thank you. If it's a kasha, maybe it should wait until afterwards, because we're going to start the clock again when we get up to where we where we're supposed to be. This is just to give it more of a clearer picture. Okay, talk to Mishnah. Someone who buys a lulav, the complete set of dalad meat the four species from his friend, and Rashi explains that we're talking about an amaoritz, who were concerned that perhaps he's not keeping the halachas of shmita properly. Bishvi is during shmita. The halacha is of the mishnah noisin loy esrug b'matana. You give him the esrug b'matana as a present, meaning you try to convince the person who's selling it to you, the amaoritz, to give you the esrug as a present. Why? Says the Mishnah, Because it's not permissible to buy it from him during Shemitah. I remember, I'm going to go really quickly now, so um, we could always talk more about it afterwards, but I'm, this is the opposite of the way we usually learn. And uh, so you'll just forgive me. So the Mishnah is telling me a straight up halacha that you, if you're buying the Dalad Minim, the four species from an Amaoretz, then you should try to tell him or convince him to give you the esrog as a present and you'll pay for the other three. Why? Because you're not allowed to buy it during Shemitah. Says the Gemara, Let's say he did not want to give it to him as a present. The Amaris did not want to give it to him as a present. Mahu, what's the halacha? What should he do? Amar Ravuna, Ravuna says to answer this, You swallow up the value of the esrog the lulav into the lulav, meaning like this. Let's say the lulav and the other th- two species, the adasma and aravis, are going to cost a total of $25. And the esrog is going to cost a total of $75. So pay him $100 for the lulav, hadasim and aravis. And tell him, I'm going to give you, I'm going to overpay you for these three. But now I would like you to do me the favor of giving me the esrog as a present. That's what the havla, the swallowing up, means over here. Um, that you're swallowing up the cost of the esrik into the lulav. Ask the Gemara, hold on a second. Let him just give the money and the value of the esrik straight up. What's the problem? Why can't I pay for the esrik and give him the esrik? We know that although you're not allowed to do major business deals <clears throat> to, um, you know, to uh, basically do, be wholesaling or retailing, on a larger scale during Shemitah, but if you have an extra, you know, al-yad, al-yad, it's called from hand to mouth, so to speak, you're allowed to sell. So why can I give it straight up? Answers the Gemara, lafi because she'ein moitzrin demei peris shviyas, you're not allowed to give over demei peris shviyas money that has in it the sanctity of Shemitah, la'am ha'aretz, to enam ha'aretz, because we're concerned that he's either going to keep it for after Shemitah year, and everything of Shemitah has to be consumed during Shemitah. Anything that has the sanctity of Shemitah has to be consumed during that year. So we're concerned he's going to keep it for later. Or we're concerned that he's going to use it for items 
and for a personal benefit that is not in the category of permissible things, for example, he's going to buy a jacket with it, you'll have to eat or use in a similar manner um, Shemitah items. You can't buy a jacket. So that's why we're concerned. And therefore, says the Gemara, therefore we do not allow you to buy and pay for the Esser straight up from the Amaretz. Either convince him to give it to you as a present. If he doesn't want to give it to you as a present, overpay for the Lulav to get him to give the Esser as a present. The Tanya, as we see in this Brisa, that you're not allowed to give money that has Kedusha Shviyas to an Amaretz. The Tanya, as we learned in a Brisa, Ain Moisr and Demei Perishviyas. You're not allowed to give over money. Demei Perishviyas. Money that has Kedusha Shviyas. Le'am Ha'aretz to an Amaretz. Yoyser Mimazah Inshallah Su'udis. More than the value of three meals worth. Because we find that the Chachamim said it's permissible to give up to three meals worth because we assume that the Amaretz needs it for Shabbos meals. And we don't have to be sus- suspect that he's keeping it, he's, he's going to take the money and keep it for, uh, you know, just to save. And therefore, once we see that they, they allowed it on Erev Shabbos, we can allow it throughout the rest of the week. So therefore, you cannot give more than three meals worth to an Amaretz. The Imasar, and if a person by mistake gave more, Yoimar the Chacham, the Talmud Chacham, should say, Harein Mois Halalu, these monies that I gave to the Amaretz, those, that money, that Kedusha, the sanctity which is on that money, Yehu Mechulalin Al Peris, they should be, um, tra- they, the, the sanctity should transfer Al Peris on fruits, Sheyeshli Besaych Besi, that I have in my house that are not Shemitah fruits. And then he should come, the Tamachacham should come, and eat it as if it has Kedusha Shviyas, and that will, that will sort of fix the problem somewhat um, for his mistake of giving more um, than three meals worth to the Amaretz. Continues the Brai, when, when is this true? When are these words said that you're allowed to buy up to three meals worth? That's specifically Biloikeach min hamufkar. That's when you buy an Amaretz from an Amaretz and you see that his fields are not locked up. You see that he's picking it from a place that's not locked up. So since all he is is an Amaretz, but he hasn't necessarily done something to show us that he's someone that not only is a simple Amaretz, a Stam Amaretz, he's even Choshud suspect on violating the Isurim of Shviyas, since we don't know that for certain, we just know in general he's not a Tamil Chacham, so therefore you're allowed to buy up to three meals worth, because we can assume that he's going to save it for food, or for Shabbos food, etc. Aval, however, if I'm buying it from someone, or from a situation, where the Amaretz locks up his field, so we know for certain that he is in violation of the Isser of Shemitah, because he has to let his field be open for other people, for the Aniyim. So if he's such a, in such a situation, Afilu b'kechati Isser Asr, even if it's a half a Isser, a small amount, it's still Asr to buy. So we're proving from this Brisa that in general there's a prohibition from giving over money that has Kedusha Shviyas to an Amaretz. And that is why our Mishnah says that you get the Amaretz to give you the Esrach as a present. And worst case scenario, if he doesn't want to give it as a present, you overpay for the Lulav to allow him to, do, to, um, 
to um, give you the Ezra as a present. Now, Rashi, or uh, the summary Shainim Taisus understands that the Ezra is presumably going to be more than three meals worth. And that's why you can't, you can't uh, buy that. And others explain, it seems like from Rashi this way, that even though we are giving such a, in general, we're giving permission for this to buy up to three meals worth, that's That's when you know that you're buying it from a situation where it was hefker. But if you're just buying the esrog from this person you meet on the street, or he comes to shul and he's selling the dalaminim, you don't know where he got it from. So in that situation, it will be usher to buy even up to three meals worth. Okay? So Ants, explain it. Zokti Gemara, three lines from the Tavlam Matesam Vez, Mazar of Shej, of Shej Azakasha. Umin Hamufkar, and when I'm buying from a situation from Hefkar, Gimel Sudas, three meals worth is permissible, Vesuloi, and no more. Meaning, you just told me that I'm, up to, I'm allowed to buy up to three meals worth, but nothing more. Is that really true? Veraminhi, but I'm going to ask you a contradiction from a Mishnah in Shvias. The Mishnah says, and the, 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 these items, I'm not going to necessarily translate them correctly. Um, the main idea is, as we'll explain, is the concept about them, but not exactly what they are. Ha-pegum. Pegum literally is ru, and I'm not gonna, we're not going to get into what that is. Vahayarvuzin, I don't remember what that was. Vahasitim, vahalaglugais, vahakuzbar, shavaharim. The coriander of the mountains, vahakarpa, shemenahores. And the celery or something of the rivers, vahagargir, shalafar, and the gargir of afar. All of these items... The main thing we have to know about them is that they're not so valuable and people don't really guard them. So all of these items, we can assume that they're hefker, that they're ownerless, and therefore, the following two halachas apply to them. Number one, peturin mina meiser, they're exempt from meiser, because as Rashi brings down from the other sugis, meiser is only an obligation on food that has owners. Okay, because you're giving it to the lady who doesn't have any land, it's mashma that you only have to give off miser from things that have owners. Okay, as opposed to the lady, because the lady is the one that you're giving it to. So it's potter from miser; they're exempt from miser. Vinikachin, and they can be bought mikol adam from any person, even an amaoretz b'shvius on shmita. Why says the Mishnah? Lefisha nishmar, because things like them are not guarded and are not watched since. Since we can assume that these are ownerless and no one is guarding them, so I could buy it from even Nama Oretz, I don't have to suspect that maybe he's guarding them, excuse me, to keep for himself and not allow other people to come in and be in violation of the Isser of Shviz. So what do I see from this Mishnah? The, the Mishnah says, exactly, I could buy whatever I want. If you're correct from that Brisa, that I'm only allowed to buy up to three meals worth because, again, these foods of Hefker, they have Kedusha Shviyas. Even though it's Hefker, it still has Kedusha Shviyas. So what's the problem? The problem is I'm not allowed to buy the Esrik from the Amaretz because I'm giving him money, more than three meals worth, right, to the Amaretz, who might then say, you know what, let me keep this money. It's a good, it's a good thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deposit it in my, my whatever, my investment account. So that, well, that's what we're concerned about. Yet the, bride, the mission over here is clearly telling us you could buy this Kizuntahit from anyone you'd like. And it doesn't tell me that I'm limited by the three meals worth. That's the Gemara's kasha. Answers the Gemara, Hu Moisivla, he, Rav Huna, Rav Sheshis rather, asked the question, Vuhum Afrikla, and he himself answered the question. 
that this Mishnah that's telling me the halacha that I'm allowed to buy it, Bechdei man shanu, is talking about, is teaching it, Bechdei man, enough for man, which is mezoinus, which is meal, for sustenance. This Mishnah doesn't give us, doesn't clearly tell us how much, but really, in fact, it is telling us only up to three meals worth, and the Aruch Laner goes to explain that maybe the words in the, in the mission there was a different girsah, that it included the word min, which really was a reference to mon, to refer to mezoinus, refer to Shabbos, which is three meals worth, etc., the Mishnah was taught, teaching us that I'm allowed to give up to three meals worth, whatever is the, the sustenance which is necessary. Continues the Gemara, my mashma, where do you see and in what way does it sound or do we see the high mon, that this word mon, lishna demizainihu, is a terminology referring to sustenance. Tachsiv, as it says in the Pazik, vayiman lohem amelech, and the king. By Daniel, this is talking about the king was mefarnes them, the king gave them sustenance. So we see that man is referring to sustenance. Frakti Gemara. Now we got all that cleared up, that the bottom line is the Esser cannot be bought from the Amaoretz because you're giving over money that has money with Kedusha Shviyas to an Amaoretz. Ask the Gemara, Ihachi, if that is the case, Lulav Nami. The lulav should also should be a problem that I should not be able to buy it from the Amma Oretz because the lulav also has Kedusha Shviyas. And if the lulav also has Kedusha Shviyas, why is that better than the Esrik? So I shouldn't be able to buy the, the lulav either. Answers the Gemara, lulav barshishis hanichnes l'shviyas hu. The lulav is a barshishis, meaning a sixth year lulav, hanichnes, which is now entering l'shviyas into the seventh year. And since the Chanato, when the fruit started uh, blossoming or coming out of the tree, since that happened in the sixth year before Shviyas, even though I am picking it off of the tree on Shemitah, nevertheless, the Kedusha Shviyas doesn't take effect, because by a tree, the Kedusha Shviyas is determined by Chanato. Chanato, again, means when it's blossoming or when it's when the, when the fruit starts coming forth from the tree. Okay? And since that's the case, the lulav, I'm allowed to buy from the Amaoretz because the lulav grew. It didn't grow in the 15 days from Rosh Hashanah until Sukkot. It grew primarily in the sixth year. And since it grew in the sixth year, even though I'm picking it now, it's not a problem because it doesn't have Kedushas Shviyas because I'm picking because it grew in the sixth year. Shaila. Do primarily or Um. Did the majority of it grew so that makes it a or just the fact that it started growing? The fact that the Chanata was there. The fact that the Chanata was there. Yeah. Yeah. Ask the Gemara, if that's the case, and Esrig also, Bas Shishis Hanechneses Lashviyasi. The Esrig is also a six year um, Esrig, which grew into the seventh year. And if that's the case, that it's only Basa Chanota, which means we go after the blooming, when the fruit starts emerging from the bud, that that's when it's determined whether it's Shemitah or not. Well, when did it start, when did it start budding? In the sixth year. So it shouldn't have Kedusha Shviyas. So, right. 
So what's the problem? Why can I buy it from the Amoritz? Now, granted that in the eighth year, you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a problem because they're going to have Kedusha But right now, we're just trying to understand what the mission is talking about. But the mission is talking about this specific case, that you're standing in the seventh year. The Esri and the Lula were both picked on the same day, on Yud, Dalid, Tishrei. And with regard to the Lulav, you're telling me there is no Kedusha Shavis because it sprouted in the sixth year. And with regard to uh, the Esri, you're telling me it does have Kedusha Shavis because it's, because it's picked. Ah, it sprouted in the sixth year. That's the Gemara's Kasha. Answers the Gemara, Esri Basar Lekita Azlina. By the Esri, we go after the Lekita. Basar Lekita Azlina means we go after... The picking. Yeah. picking. After the picking. When is it determined whether it has Kedusha Shviyas or not? Not by the Chanata, by the blooming, but rather by the picking. Okay? Even though it's a fruit, it's a tree, nevertheless it's different than the date palm, that that will go after the emerging, whereas the esterig will go after the picking. Therefore, even though it grew in the sixth year, and the lulav therefore doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas, but since the esrog is picked in the seventh year, even though it grew and it started coming out in the seventh year, never the, uh, therefore it has Kedusha Shviyas. Ask the Gemara, hold on a second. Is that really true? But both according to Rav Gamliel and according to Rav Eliezer, who have a disagreement about esrog, but that disagreement is only about Hilchas Maestris, as we'll see. But Le'inyin Shviyas, but according to both of them, with regard to Shemitah, Esrig Basar Chanota Azlinon. Both of them hold that the Esrig Shviyas status will be determined by Chanota, by the blooming, by the coming forth of the fruit. So, in other words, our Kasha is how could you just say, Ashita, our Mishnah holds that the Esrig is going to go after Lakita? We, we have two opinions that we're aware of. We have the opinion of Rabbi Gamliel, and we have the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. They both disagree with regard to Hilchas Meiser by the Esrik. So we know that Esrik may be different than a regular fruit for whatever reason. But they only argue about Meiser. They don't argue about Shviyas. So how could you tell me that the Tana of Ramishna holds that with regard to Shviyas, the Esrik is going to go after Lakita? Where do we see this, the Shittas of Rabbi Eliezer and the Gamliel, the Tanan, as we learned in the Mishnah? Esrik Shavali Ilon, and Esrik is equal to a tree in Halacha, to a tree, begimel drachim in three ways. Uli yerek, and it's similar to a vegetable, bederech echod, in one way. Shavel ilan begimel drachim, it's equal and parallel, like to a tree in three ways. La arla, with regard to arla, arla is at the first three years, it's asr bahano, just like a regular tree has that, so too an esrik tree will have that. The first three years, it's asr bahano. Ula rivai, and the next step of Arla is that the fourth year, there's Kedusha on the fruits, and you have to eat in Kedusha in Yerushalayim. So Esrig, just like a tree, will have that. Ula Shviyas, and an Esrig is like a fruit on Shviyas, with regard to Helcha Shviyas, meaning that the Kedusha of Shviyas is determined by Chanota. Ula Yerek continues the Mishnah, that the Esrig is similar to a vegetable B'derech in one way, in what way, says the Gemara Memorav? Shabishas Lekitasai Isuroi. That at the time of the picking of the Esrig, that's when its Meiser status is determined. 
What does that mean? It's miser status. That means the following. Every year, there's a, every, every seven years is a Shemitah cycle. The first and the second year, you take off from your produce, Truma, which is a 50th or less. You know, it's, it's a, you know, whatever it is, it's a mashu really, but there's, there's Shiurim and Chazal. There's Truma, there's Maeser Rishin, which you give to the Levi, and then there's Maeser Shemi, which you have another tenth, which you, a tenth of the remaining, that you eat the Kedusha in Yerushalayim. That's the first and the second, and the fourth and the fifth. But the third and the sixth year is Maeser Ani, which is taking another tenth instead, after Maeser Rishin. Instead of taking the second tenth and having Kedusha and eating in Yerushalayim, you give it to Anim. So what determines whether this food is a second year food or a third year food? For example, it grew in the second year, and I picked it in the beginning of the third year. So do I take off Maeser Sheni, or do I take off Maeser Ani? Okay? Trees, Rashi, if you look, you'll have time, another time you look through Rashi, Rashi gives the whole cheshman of where it comes from. But basically, most fruit trees are, gonna go, are going to be determined whether it's Maeser Sheni or Maeser Ani, second or third year, by Chanoto. Okay? By the, when the fruit emerges. And that is because of its similarity to grapes, etc. Ayin Shem. Vegetables, vegetables, it's, it's being Maeser Sheni or Maeser Ani is determined by Lakita. When I pick it, that tells me whether it's a second year or a third year. Zokt Ramagam Liel, that an esrig is similar in this manner to a vegetable, that its halachic status of being Maeser Rishon or Maeser Sheni or Maeser Ani is by the picking. And again, you can look at Rashi another time for the explanation of why that is true. Divir Rebbe Gamliel, that is the Shita of Rebbe Gamliel. Rebbe Liezer Aymer, Rebbe Liezer says, Esrik Shava Le'ilon L'chol Dover. An Esrik is similar and compared to a tree in every area, Arla, Revai, Shvius, and Miser. So Al Kaponim, to summarize the question, you told me that in our Mishnah, the reason why I'm allowed to buy the Lulav is because the Lulav grew in the sixth year and it was picked in the seventh year. But since it grew in the sixth year, it doesn't have Kedusha Shvius. Whereas the Esrig, even though it grew in the sixth year, since it was picked in the seventh year, there's no Kedusha Shvius. Because the Esrig is going to go to Lakita after the picking. I have two Shittas that I'm aware of, Rabbi Eliezer and Gamliel, who are disagreeing whether the Esrig is similar to a Yerek, with regard to Meiser, but I do see that both of them hold that with regard to Shvius, an Esrik is like a regular fruit tree, and therefore it goes Basachanato. And if it goes Basachanato, then the Esrik should be just like the Lulav, and it should be permissible to buy it from the Amaoretz on the seventh year, even though it was picked on the seventh year. That's the Gemara's Kasha. Answers the Gemara, Hu da Omar, he said, our, the time of our Mishnah said, the Omar, he said, Ki hai tana, like the following Tana of the Brisa. We'll see the second Tana, the second opinion in this Brisa. The Tana as we learned on the Brisa. Omar Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi said, Avtulmis, Avtulmis is a name, Avtulmis Hayid, Avtulmis testified, Mishum Chamisha Zakanim, in the name of five Zakanim, Tamid Chachadim elders, the following halacha. Esrig Achar Lekita Lemaitzer. And Esrig, we're going to go after the picking of the Esrig with regard to Hilchas Meiser, 
Again, whether it should be Meiser Shenu, Meiser Ani, a second year crop or a third year crop. And our rabbis, Nimnu, they took a vote. And they said, No, the Esrig is going to go after Lakita with regard to Meiser and with regard to Shvius. So let's just hold it right there for a second. Right, right now, we already have the answer to our question. We had Rabbi Eliezer and we had Rabbi Gamliel. And both of them seem to say that the the fruit emerging with regard to Shviz. But now we have Rabbi Seinu Sheva Usha who are taking a account, a vote, and they're paskening that the Esrug is actually going to be like a Yerug, like a vegetable, and go after Lakita with regard to Shviz. So this already, we already have a source for the Shita of our Mishnah. Sorry? Who? They just say that it's the same halacha by both. They don't say what halacha is. But we know that by Meiser, what he's trying to say. Oh, okay. Sorry. We, I, I, you missed the hakdoma. There were no, no kashas. Sorry. Only shyness. Frakti Gemara, just to understand the b'raiso. Shviyas, man dachar shmei. Who mentioned anything about shviyas? Why are Rabbi Sinish of Usha bringing in shviyas? Answers the Gemara, chesurei mech serva hakikatani. They're going after it says Achalakita. It says Achalakita. Shviz Mandachashve, who mentioned anything about Shviz? So Akhtigamara, Chesurim Nachsur of Hakikitani. There were words missing in the Braisa, and this is what it should have said. In other words, in the, the Rabbi Sintan of Shabbat Usha, all of a sudden coming, you know, Esther goes after Lakita both for Meiser and Shviz. Who said anything about Shviz? Why don't they tell us about the different halachas of Arla and Ravai also? Why are they mentioning Shviz when the whole discussion seemed to be about Meiser? There were some words missing in the Brisa, and this is what the Brisa taught. The Esrig will go after Lakita, the picking, with regard to Meiser being a second year or a third year. And it will go after Chanota with regard to Shvius. That's what the Tana, the first Tana, the Tana the Mishnah of the Brisa, which is the same opinion as the Megamliel of the Brisa which we brought down earlier, the Mishnah. And our rabbis took a vote in Usha Amru and they said, The Esrug will go after Lakita, Bain Lamaiser, Bain Lashvias, both with regard to Maiser and with regard to Shvias. So, what we see at the end of the day is we have a source, another source, an explicit source for our, the Shita of our Mishnah that holds that the Esrug, different than other fruit trees, is going to be determined by the Lakita by the picking of whether it's going to be um, half Kedush HaShviyas or not. Okay? That's why, again, I'm allowed to buy the Lulav from the Amoret because it does not have Kedush HaShviyas because it started blossoming in the sixth year. I'm not allowed to buy the Esrig from the Amoret because even though it grew in the sixth year, but it was picked in the seventh year, and the Esrig is going to be like a Yerek, like a vegetable, that its Shviyas status is determined by the picking. Now the Gemara says and throws a monkey wrench into the whole discussion. Taima, the reason why it's permissible for me to buy the lulav from the Amal Oritz is because the lulav barshishis hanichnes l'shviyas who is because it's a lulav, a sixth year lulav, barshishis, a sixth year lulav, hanichnes l'shviyas, which is entering the seventh year, who, that's what it is. 
That's what you're telling me why it's permissible for me to buy it from the Amaoritz. Frakti Gemara, hold on a second. It's mashma from that. But if it was a seventh year Lulav, meaning if I'm in the eighth year, for example, Kaddish, it's going to be Kaddish. No, no, it was picked in the eighth year. Chanot in the seventh year, right? Kaddish is going to have Kedusha Shviyas. Ask the Gemara, Amai, why would it have Kedusha Shviyas? Eitzim be'almohu. It's plain pieces of wood. The Eitzim and wood ain't bohen mishum Kedusha Shviyas. They don't have Kedusha Shviyas, as we'll see in the following Brisa. So why are you telling me a whole shtikal Torah to allow me to buy the, Esri, the Lula from the Amoretz? A Lula is wood and it doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas. So even if it grew in the seventh year, I should be able to buy it from the Amoritz. The Tanya, as we learned in Abraiso, Alei Konim, the leaves of reeds, Va'alei Gifanim, and leaves of vines, Shegivivon L'choiva Al Pnei that I gather them from the field, L'choiva, for hiding, for hiding, I mean, I, I stored away these um, leaves, stuff from the reeds and from the vines, so then the Mishnah, the Brisa tells us it, it, its uh, Shviya status depends. Licked on the if they were harvested, la for eating. Not for human beings to eat, right? But for animals to eat. If it was harvested for eating, Yesh Bohen Mishum Kedusha Shviyas, they will have Kedusha Shviyas, and therefore they have to be used in certain ways and finished by a certain time. Licked on the Eitzim, but if they were harvested, for wood, Ein Bohem Mishum Kedusha Shviyas, they do not have Kedusha Shviyas. So I have a Brisa telling me that, okay, for whatever reason in this particular case, it depends on my Kavona. Depends on what my intention is, excuse me, when I'm harvesting it. But I'll call him. What I see from this Brisa is that wood does not have Kedusha Shviyas. Fruits, food, that has Kedusha Shviyas. But wood doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas. I'm not eating my Lulav. So why should it have Kedusha Shviyas? That's the Gemara's Kasha. And I proved, we proved that there's no Kedusha Shviyas from this Brisa that says that if it's licked on the Eitzim, if you harvest it for wood, there's no Kedusha Shviyas. Answers the Gemara. Shani Hasam. It's different over there in that particular Brisa, in that Halacha, with regard to firewood. The Omakra, because the Pasuk says, with regard to the permissible ways of using Shemitah items, lachem <laughs> laachla. The food is there, the produce is there, lachem for you, laachla to eat. And we darshan from there, lachem dumya de laachla. It's permissible lachem for you to use for whatever you'd like, as long as it's dumya de laachla. It's similar to eating. What does that mean? What common denominator do we have to see? In my benefit that I'm trying to get, it has to be a situation that, like eating, the pleasure that one is getting from it and the consumption, the destruction of the food is happening at the same time. When you eat it, you're chewing it, and it's being consumed, and that's when the hana is, that's when the pleasure is, the benefit is. So, too, the only permissible ways of using Shemitah items is to use it in a way that's equivalent to that, that I'm benefiting and, getting, and uh, consuming it at the same time. 
Yotsu Eitzim, this would exclude firewood, Shehano'oson Achar Biuron. That the Hano that I get, the primary Hano that I get, is after I burn the wood. Because I burn the wood, I make coal out of it, and then I cook with it, or I stay warm with it. And since that's the primary benefit, Taisvis does ask in Baba Kama, what, what uh, some people here were having a problem with when we learned this the first time, is that I could use it as firewood, meaning real firewood or a bonfire. And there, the hana is from the actual flames that when it's being consumed, that's the hana. So Taisvis answers that the primary benefit is, however, afterwards. Most times you're going to use it afterwards, that's the primary one, even though you could use it like that. Um, it's definitely a money saver to use it as coal. And since that's what the Gemara is telling us, that's what the primary benefit is afterwards. So it's not equivalent to eating. Again, eating is something that I eat it, I consume it, and I benefit at the same time. Firewood, the consumption happens immediately, and the benefit only happens later after it's a coal. It's being consumed by the flames, it's becoming a coal, and then I benefit only afterwards, after it's a coal. Uh, my one question is with uh, the type of that we said earlier, mm-hmm. yeah. how do we resolve that? Meaning that was, we said if it's used for your, when you use it for your animals, then it is going to be considered. Because over there, those are used for both. Since those are used for both, so it depends, 50-50. That was, eight, that was, eight, that's that was 50-50. That's right. That was something like 50-50. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, okay. We're saying over here, it's 75-25. I'm just making sure, that up there we weren't talking about... Firewood. We were talking about some kind of other wood. Some other, Got it. yeah, okay. some other substance. We're talking about wood. Leaves or whatever it is, right. right. Okay. So again, the Gemara's kasha was, why am I allowed to use, why is it a problem b'chlal to buy the fire, the lulav? There shouldn't be any um, problem of buying even Shemitah lulavim because there's no Kedusha Shaviyas because it's a piece of wood, as we see demonstrated in that b'risa. And the Gemara's answer is, no, firewood is different because firewood is not equivalent to food because the hana is coming after the consumption. Now, just like, this is important, just like we learn from that pasuk of lachem la'achla, that the permissible ways of consumption of shemitah items is when it's similar to food, to eating, that the consumption and the benefit are happening at the same time, at the same time and from the same words, we learn that the only items that will have Kedusha Shviyas are items that are consumed primarily in that way. Which means, I have something, a food, an apple, something that's primary usage is to eat, which is Hana and the consumption happening at the same time. Hana Asan Ubiyuron Shavah, the benefit and the consumption at the same time. <laughs> that tells me that I'm allowed to eat the apple, and it tells me that the apple has Kedusha Shaviyas. But since from the Pasuk we see that I'm not allowed to use something for firewood, because it's not, it's, it's not, a, it's not equivalent to eating Hana Asan Ubiyuron Shavah, the consumption and the benefit happen at the same time, so too that tells me that there will not be Kedusha Shviyas taking effect at all on the wood. Because I cannot use it in a way where it's not, its use is not primarily to be used in a way that's equal to eating, so I can't use it, something that has Kedusha Shviyas in that way, 
And firewood, which is that way, which is Hana after beer, doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas at all. Is that at all clear? I'm going to try it again. Okay, let's just look at, let's learn, learn this Rashi together. I apologize. Shana also shove. It's like 12 lines from the narrow lines, up from the narrow lines. Shahana Asi Ubiura Shava Kloimar, meaning to say, says Rashi, Shahana Asai Ubi Uroi. That it's ben- that it's Hano, the benefit, Ubi Uroi, and its consumption. Not that it's being burned, says Rashi. Shemizba'er Minha Oilam, that it's being destroyed from the world. Ba'in Ke'echad are coming simultaneously. Kigain, for example, Sicha, smearing, Vishtia and drinking, Bahadlokas Aner and lighting a candle. So that is what is in, that is what is a permissible usage for Shemitah items, says Rashi. Umei and from there, this Russia also, Yalfinon we learn out, she'ein shvius noheik that shvius is not um, <coughs> applicable. And thank you, Ella the pre ha'oimid lahanois halalu only by fruits. A produce that is there for such kinds of hanots. The hachanami midrash kara, because this is also how we darsh in the pasuk. V'hoisa shabbos ha'aretz, and the shabbos ha'aretz should be, meaning the sabbatical of shvius. Noiheges, it should be applicable. B'mashalochem la'achlo, in that which is for you to eat, meaning. That which is for you to consume in a way that's similar to eating. That the hana is similar to the achila. So an apple, it's there to use in a way that's similar to eating. To eat it. Firewood is not there to use in a way that's similar to eating. And since it's not there to use in a way that's similar to eating because the benefit is coming after the consumption, therefore there is no Kedush HaShviyaz that's going to take effect on the firewood at all. And what's Akasha? It's in Bahamas. Oh, oh. A lulav, however, is not meant to be used as firewood. A lulav is meant to sweep the house. And when I'm using it as a broom, the consumption, what's the consumption? I'm cleaning the house. So as I'm sweeping, it's slowly deteriorating. It's slowly being consumed. Vaharaya, after a number of weeks, I have to get a new broom. So since that's the case, since it's not yet to be used for firewood, therefore it's considered Hanaosan of Yur and Shove, and it will have Kedusha Shvis. Okay? Fine. So again, the Gemara's Kasha was, Alulav shouldn't have Kedusha Shvis. Because it's wood. The Gemara's answer, and we see that wood doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas. The Gemara's answer is that firewood is different because it's not similar to Achila, Lachem La'achla. The drasha of Lachem La'achla is that it's for you to eat, meaning you could use for anything that is similar to eating. This excludes any other benefit that the Hana comes after the consumption. And it tells me that anything that's primarily meant to be consumed in a way that the hana comes after the the um, consumption doesn't have kedusha shviyas. Ask the Gemara, 
But don't we find either wood that comes from an olive tree or wood that has some oily um, substance quality within the wood. That it's used in a way that the Hana and the consumption, the benefit and the consumption happen at the same time because I use it for a torch. And since I'm using it for a torch, the benefit is from the flame, which is happening at the same time that it's being consumed. And for the fact that we just said a blanket statement that wood does not have Kedusha Shviz, that would seem to indicate that never will wood have Kedusha Shviz. But it would seem that we have an example of wood that should have Kedusha Shviz because it's used as a torch. Omar Rava, Rava says to answer this question, Stam Eitzim Lahasokahin Ayvim. Stam Eitzim, regular wood, meaning even including the Eitzim, the Moshkan, this oily wood, is Lahasokahin Ayvim. It's primarily, primarily used for, um, for firewood, thank you. And even though I may be planning on using it for a torch, nevertheless, the halacha still remains the halacha that it does not have Kedushas Shviyas. Okay? Good. Fine. Talk to Gemara Vaita. But that which we just said, that the wood does not have Kedushas Shviyas because the Hanoah comes after the beer, that's really a Machlaikas Tanoi. We just said it for a Dabar Pashat. But it's really a machlekes. The Tanya, as we learned in a brayso, ain moistrim peirish shvius. You're not allowed to give over, and you're not meaning you're not allowed to use peirish shvius produce of shvius loyla mishra, not for soaking, not for soaking flax in oil to soften it, veloyla kvusa. Nor can I use it for wine, loyla kvusa. Nor for laundry. I can't, they used to apparently soak the wine in the laundry, the laundry in the wine rather, to, um, to get out, to clean it maybe somehow? Huh? To get out the stains. <laughs> to get out the stains. It's white wine. Right. So it says the Brisa, you're not allowed to use perishvias for soaking flax or soaking oil, or soaking laundry. Rav Yaisi says, Maishan, you're allowed to use it. You're allowed to use wine for that purpose. And the Gemara is going to explain that these two shittas are really one of the shittas of Tanakhama is the same opinion that we just said. That you're not allowed to use it for the, when it comes at the same time. It has to be Dafka Hanna Asan of Yura and Shava. And Abiyasi disagrees. Now, that's the end of the Braisa. The Braisa didn't tell us any of the reasoning of the Tanakhama or Abiyasi. They just told us Allah. Tanakhama says you're not allowed to give it over, you're not allowed to use it in such a manner. And Abiyasi says you are allowed to use it. Now, says the Gemara. My time is Tanakhama. What's the reason of the Tanakhama that he says you're not allowed to use produce of Shviyas, products, byproducts of Shviyas in a manner such as soaking flax or soaking laundry? Sakti Gemara, Do'amakra, as it says in the Pasuk, La'achla. You should use the fruits of Shviyas, La'achla, to eat it. Veloyla Mishra, but not for soaking flax. Veloyla Kvusa, and not for laundry. Okay, straight up Drasha. It says to eat it. Using it for laundry or flax, not eating it. My time with the Rabbi Yaisi, what's the reason of Rabbi Yaisi that says it's permissible? And says the Gemara, Omar the Pesach says, Lachem, Vahoyse Shabbos Haaretz, Lachem, the sabbatical of the land will be for you, Lachem, for you, Lachot Archeichem, for all of your needs. 
Afilu lemishro lekfusa, even to use it for soaking flax or soaking laundry. Okay, Tanakama says also because it says laachla, not for laundry, and if Yosi says lachem for you for whatever you'd like. Ask the Gemara. Hold on. Ask the Gemara because I think. I hoksiv lochem the Tanakamo according to the Tanakamo that says that you're not allowed to use it for laundry because it says la'achla use it for eating hoksiv lochem but it's written in the pasuk lochem like Rabbi Yaisi said you could use it for yourself apparently for whatever you'd like answers the Gemara hahu that is coming to tell me lochem dum yod la'achla that is telling me you could use it lochem for whatever you'd like. As long as it's dom yod la'achla, similar to eating, mi shahana asa yuvi Any situation, any consumption, any hana, that the hana and the consumption, shava is happening at the same time. Yatsu, this would exclude mishra v'kvusa, soaking flax and soaking laundry, shahana asa n'achar b'yuron. That the hana is coming after the consumption. Yeah, this, is, this is really Chazara for us, because it just said it in the previous Gemara. Okay, but now we're explaining why the Tanakhama said, you're not allowed to use it for laundry. And according to Rabbi Yaisi, Haksiv la'achla, I, it says la'achla. So how can he say lochem? I could use it for whatever I want, even for laundry or for soaking flax. It says la'achla, it's for eating. And it says the Gemara, Hahumi barley, that I need to tell me la'achla v'lay lima to use it for eating, but not for medicinal purposes. To use it, make some kind of ointment or something out of it. So again, we have Rabbi Yaisi telling us, the Tanakhama saying, rather, you, do not, you cannot use it for laundry. And Rabbi Yaisi tells us you could use it for laundry. The Gemara, Hillel, is giving us reasons for explaining Tanakhama and Rabbi Yaisi. But they themselves never told us these drushes. We're just suggesting that perhaps this is why. That's why Kedetanya is not redundant. Kedetanya, as we learned in Abraisa, this specific drush of Lahedya. Kedetanya, as we learned in Abraisa, La'akhla v'lay lemelugma. It says in the Pasuk, to eat it v'lay lemelugma, not to use for medicinal purposes. Zokta Abraisa, you're telling me that I'm darshaning to eat it, but not to use it for medicinal purposes. Maybe really I should be using the jurasha of to tell me that I should not be using shviyas items for laundry. Well, I have the pasuk already telling me it tells me use it for you. So I already see that the pasuk is explicitly or with a drasha, permitting kvusa laundry, because it says lachem, use it for whatever you'd like. Use it for whatever you'd like, oh, use it for laundry. So therefore, melugma, la'achla is coming to tell me, don't use it for medicinal purposes. Say the last part again. Hama'ani, where am I? Ata oimer, you're telling me la'achla v'alayla melugma, you're telling me to darshan la'achla to tell me, use it for eating, but don't use it for medicine, medicinal purposes. But maybe I should be using that drasha to tell me, use it for eating, but don't use it for laundry. Mm-hmm. Or when the Pasuk tells me the other word, it says, it said in the beginning of the Pasuk, stop right there, use it for you, what should I use it for? Whatever I want, even for laundry. 
It already says I can use it for laundry. So what am I going to do now with the drasha of la'achla, which seems to limit what is permissible, permissible, permissible usages? It's telling me to use it for eating and do not use it for medicinal purposes. What did you see? To include from the pasuk of lachem, laundry, and to exclude from the Pasuk of La'achla medicinal purposes, meaning why am I choosing one over the other? Why is one better than the other? Maybe flip it around. I include from Lachem, I darshan, to include laundry, which is equal for everyone. Everyone needs laundry. And I will exclude. Um, <coughs> Um, using medicinal purposes out of it, which is not equal for everyone. Only ill people or people that are sick need to use it for medicinal purposes. And since that's the case, when I have the Pesach, I have to choose what is Lachem going to tell me and what is La'achla going to exclude. Now this is Rabbi Yaisi comes out. Rabbi Yaisi says, listen, I, I want to include something, it says Lachem, use it for whatever you'd like. And you want to include something. So I want to include something that's going to be equal for everyone. What's equal for everyone? Laundry. La'akhla tells me to exclude something. What is that going to exclude? Okay, exclude something that's a minority of people. Sick people have to use it for medicinal purposes. So that don't use it for. That is Rabbi Yaisi's drasha. Now what do you see from here? You see that Braisa that says Lahedya that you could use Shvi'a's products for laundry and for soaking my flax. I, it's I, the benefit I'm getting is only after I soak it because it's soaking up the, the uh, wine from the, the Peyrus Shvi'a's wine is being soaked up into the, into the uh, clothing. And when's the benefit? The benefit's only afterwards when it's clean and I'm wearing it. So why is that permissible? According to Tanakama, this would never be permissible. Why? Because Tanakama holds that I'm not allowed to use it for firewood. I'm not allowed to use it in a way that's not like Achilo. Rabbi Yaisi, on the other hand, holds Again. I'm sorry, Tanakama says Lachem. Okay, I lost my train of thought. One second. We have at the end of the day a machlaikas tanakam and rabbi We were making an assumption that you're not allowed to use that um, that firewood does not have kedusha shviyas. Why? Because it's not a permissible way of using shviyas items. Why is it not a permissible way of using shviyas items? Because it's not hanaasan ubiuran shava the benefit and the consumption happening at the same time. That's what we said to explain why lulav is different than firewood. Because lulav, the hana and the consumption are happening at the same time. That the Gemara just said, but you should know that really that's not across the board, the board accepted. Rabbi Yaisi holds that there is no limitation of hana also of urin shavet for permissible ways of getting benefit from Kedusha Shviyas. For example, I could use my wine to soak the laundry even though the consumption is happening immediately and the hana is only happening later when I'm wearing the clean clothing. 
Similarly, according to Rabbi Yaisi, would fire would have Kedusha Shviyas? Yes, it would. Because there's no limitation that it has to be Dafka Hanasan of Yur and Shavet. The only limitation we have from La'achla is that it can't be used for medicinal purposes. Masha'enkin, according to Tanakamla, the limitation of La'achla was that the Lachem, in other words, La'achla is qualifying Lachem. Lachem said, use it for whatever you want. Talk to Tanakamla, but the Pasuk then says, hold on a second, only La'achla. You can only use it for whatever you want if it fits the bill that it's similar to Achilo, that it's Hanasan of Yur and Shavet. And therefore, you're not allowed to use it to soak laundry, and you're not allowed to use it for firewood. Well, just like I can't use it for firewood, so too firewood won't have Kedusha Shviyas. Whereas, according to Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says, Lachem, use it for whatever you'd like. La'achla, don't use it for medicine. But Lachem tells me I can use it for whatever I want, including laundry and soaking flax. That means that you getting... The Hanah only after the consumption that doesn't bother Rabbi Yaisi. And since it doesn't bother Rabbi Yaisi, firewood, which the primary consumption of firewood is, the Hanah after the consumption, that's fine. <coughs> and therefore it will have Kedusha Shviyas according to Rabbi Yaisi. Okay? That's a Tanahi, right? That, that correct. That's correct. That's explaining Tanahi, right? <laughs> yeah. That line, time in the Lubavitch, Kedusha Shviyas, Hashish, Kadosh, that when you get off the ground for Yaisi? That's correct. No, it's because it does have Kedusha Shviyas. Even if it is a piece of wood, it would have Kedusha Shviyas. Right? Okay, Dr. Gemara Man Tana Lahad Who is the Tana of this following Brisa? The Brisa says, La'achla v'loy lemelugma You supposedly said you should eat the Shviyas. V'loy lemelugma Do not use it for medicinal purposes. La'achla v'loy leziluf Use it to eat, but not lezilov to sprinkle and perfume the to, like an air freshener. You sprinkle around wine around the house to make it smell good. Laochla tells me eat it and do not use it to make an emetic. Oh, an emetic. An emetic is um, right. That's you, I say it right. You to vomit. It causes you to vomit. It's a, it's a potion that will. In, in, encourage vomiting um, if a person eats too much and they want to eat more or I guess they feel uncomfortable then they take this potion they vomit and then it clears out uh, like a, like a, ca- a potion castor oil castor oil is that what do you take to mm. it all depends on your intent potion poison right depends on what you want you want to do it so you can't, you can't use, the Bryce says you can't use it for any of these things. Lamalugma again, lamalugma, not for medicinal purposes, lamaluziluf, not for um, uh, air freshener, and not to make apiktoizin this potion. So who is this Bryce? Who's the Tana? Who is the author of this Bryce? Kiman? Like whom is it going? Kerabiyoisi. It's Rabiyoisi's, the one who authored this Bryce. Why? The Rabbanon, because if it's the Rabbanon, Ha'ikonami, there is also Mishra V'kvusa. There is also two other things that I can't um, use Shviyas for, meaning two other drushas that we have, La'achla, and don't use it for laundry or soaking flax. Now, the Tana, the Rabbanon agreed to the Halacha of this Brisa. They also say you can't use it for these purposes. The only question is who authored the Brisa? 
And because the Brisa didn't include the other two items, which are critical for the Tanakamas, the Rabbanan's opinion that I can't use it for laundry or soaking flax either, therefore the author of the Brisa must have been Rabbi and not the Rabbanan. Okay? Good. That's right. It's, it's a compound word. Yeah. Okay, talk to Marav Eiter. Omar Balazar, Balazar says, Ein shviyas mischaleles, shviyas, shmita ayda. This is what we saw on Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Okay? So now we're back to the regular scheduled, regular scheduled programming on 9.45, right? This is what we got, we got early. Omar Balazar, we started late. We started because like, Marav ended. Marav started late. Omar Balazar, Omar Rav Elazar says, Ein shviyas mischaleles, shviyas will not take effect and cause money to have kedusha shviyas, elo derech nekach, only by way of a sale. Ein shviyas mischaleles, shviyas will not take effect. Rashi explains that generally the word mischaleles means like a transfer, right? I have, this is my hektish, and then I have my money, so I transfer, the Kedusha goes from here to here. Off of here, and on to here. That's generally the way it works. That's Lutvus Dumeah. So that's what Rashi says, that's the way the, the, the our Akhrayim speak out, Litvus Dumeah, that the only, when we see Mishalalas over here, we mean to take effect on the money, but it's not going to leave the fruits of Shviyas. Ain Shviyas Mishalalas. It's not like, it's not like, uh, here. Yeah. Correct. It's Correct. not leaving. It's, it's not fine. leaving the fruits. It's just going to go on to the money also. It just copies it. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. right. I think we're going to hold off. Hmm? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm going to get a lot of flack from people, but uh, I think we'll continue with that tomorrow, as Okay.